Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. Over 60 years ago, John Birch Society founder Robert Welch said that as the work of the satanic enemy we are fighting comes to completion in America, the endgame strategy that would be employed would make obvious those persons who were the true enemies of the Republic. Mr. Welch said that it would be so obvious that it would be like they were, quote, running naked down the street. Now, in the past year, we have witnessed an all-out assault upon our nation that has been highlighted by hypocritical politicians whose conduct is so egregious as to seem wholly detached from reality. Now, as Americans witnessed this horrific injustice, they wanted to be fixed instantly. After all, we have been raised in a society that demands instant gratification. And the slow burn of success earned through sacrifice and hard work is repulsive to most Americans. It's not that most Americans are incapable of hard work. It's just that they have little training in that regard. Accordingly, solutions that promise instant results with little hard work are strongly favored over the sacrifice, hard work, delayed satisfaction business model. Now, the Liberty Movement has several varieties of get-rich-quick schemes that appeal to the instant gratification junkies out there, with the most popular variants growing out of the Sovereign Citizen Movement. Today, let's address a few specific types that many of may or may not have ever heard of. First, citizen grand juries. This is where citizens claim the responsibility of accusing an individual or group of a crime and then acting as judge, jury, and executioner. Claims of surety bonds on elected officials. This is a strategy to place claims on elected officials' bonds that they hold for office. And next, affidavits leading to UCC claims filed with the Secretary of State's. In this strategy, you are instructed to create affidavits of grievances and formally serve them on elected officials. And if they don't comply, you then file a lien against their property with the Secretary of State. Now, the difficulty with these matters is that there are aspects of truth to the statements of facts made. And there are certainly a few scattered success stories. However, these matters usually end up in a court of law. Now, I used to be a lawyer, and I'm glad I'm not a lawyer anymore, because the experiences that I have had, I can assure you that truth and justice are complete foreigners in a courthouse. One of the things you learn after you get out of law school is that a good lawyer may know the law, but a great lawyer knows the judge. So let's play this out. Say you convene your citizen's grand jury and issue a charge against the sheriff or some other health official or you file a claim on a bond, or you issue uh, out an affidavit demanding that the public official do something. Now, if you're lucky, they just do what you tell them. Well, and that does happen, but it happens at pretty much the same rate that lottery tickets work. Now, if the demand is not significant, you can expect results on par with like a scratch-off lottery ticket. Look, government officials don't like to work. If your demand is not outrageous, they could just easily solve the problem. However, anything of real significance will get a lawyer involved. And then be warned, all government agencies have legal counsel, usually from the prosecutor's office or the attorney general's office. And they will file a motion with the local court to get your paperwork set aside, and they will request that you pay the legal fees and costs 
associated with that motion. Now, will you get a fair trial? Maybe. But guess what? Where do you think that judge worked right before they became judge? More than likely, they were a former prosecutor uh, or an official of some type, whichever political party is dominant in that county. Now, this judge will have spent their entire professional career in government service. And guess what? This judge will have a bond due. <laughs> so, okay, maybe I'm too cynical. Maybe you get a fair and impartial judge. In my experience as a trial lawyer for nearly two decades, you can expect to get one of those about as often as you get a significant payout from a Powerball ticket. It's more likely that you're going to get a typical government hack as a judge and experience moments of sheer terror as the only real question is whether that judge levies a huge verdict against you, which could be like $75,000 or more, and call it frivolous litigation, slander of credit, or really whatever crazy legal device that might be engineered for the express purpose of putting your head on a pike for all to see as a cautionary tale. Get-rich-quick schemes are wrought with hidden danger and have a well-deserved reputation for dumpster fire-like failures. They are inadvisable as a financial investment, and they are inadvisable as a political strategy. Don't just know your Constitution. Live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic. And please share this with others.